0: From WISPolitics in Madison, you're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a WISPolitics Capital Chats episode brought to you by Spectrum. I'm Kate Morton with WISPolitics.com, here with my colleague Adam Kelnhofer to talk about his interview with Senate Majority Leader Devin LeMahieu. So Adam, what are some of the things that you guys talked about in that interview? Yeah, Kate, so one of the most interesting things we talked about was his opinions on Natural Resources Board members, especially those appointed by former Governor Scott Walker. So let's just break right into it and hear what he had to say. Number one question, have you spoken with Governor Evers since our was Politics luncheon when you and Voss announced that he left that message?
1: Uh, we played phone tag, <laughs> so I haven't actually talked to him, but we've I left him a message, he left me a message, and we have a meeting schedule.
0: Oh, when's the meeting scheduled for? In the future. Okay. Um, any idea what you guys might talk about?
1: You know, I have some ideas on um, what I want to talk about. Um, I'm sure I'll get questions on these uh, different issue areas here soon, but, uh, you know, about tax relief and, you know, some of the priorities that we look forward to getting accomplished this session.
0: So still uh, tax breaks are number one priority or or one of the top priorities?
1: I believe it should be our top priority. We have a $6.6 billion surplus because people are paying more in taxes than we need. So it makes sense to provide. And so we have an opportunity to provide you know historic
0: transformational tax cuts in this budget. Got it. Um, what are some of your other priorities going into this session? Like what would you really like to get done? So you know, in the, the last budget, obviously, with, it was a
1: different budget because of all the federal money coming into the state of Wisconsin. So we took an opportunity to uh, invest in some things like health care, um, transportation, while not specifically you know, investing a whole lot into K-12 education and things like that. So I think this provides us an opportunity this time to um, make sure we're... Investing in areas that we need to, um, such as education, continuing investments in healthcare, um, because of the challenges that they're having with workforce um, issues. Um, probably a, a nice investment into the state's um, corrections um, facilities, because of we're still just struggling uh, finding correctional officers and you know employees at our prisons. And you know, I think we need to look at. Uh, maybe some funding for um, district attorneys and things like that, because there's there's been sort of a struggle for counties to uh,
0: to hire district attorneys. Yeah, I heard that quite a bit uh, covering the attorney general's race with interviewing DA Tony. Um, I interestingly enough, I actually just got done with an interview with Representative Stefan, and he kind of pitched the idea again to build a replacement for Green Bay Correctional. Are you? What do you think of that idea? The uh, I guess the interesting thing would
1: be the details involved in it. And I know I met with him in the past, um, and that's been his issue for quite a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I, you know, I haven't taken a look at how he intends to do that currently, but. Uh, you know, that, I think that is, from my recollection, one of the oldest um, in poor condition prisons in the in the state. So, you know, it's probably something we're going to have to address at some point. Um, I'll take a look at
0: it. All right. Um, what would be, who are you, some of your picks for the Joint Finance Committee this year? So I just
1: finished up my meetings with all my members. Um, last session and this session after after the election uh, with five new caucus members but you know also all of our current caucus members uh just to discuss committees in general what committees are currently serving on what committees they might be interested in and uh so now i'm working on trying to put that puzzle together Mm -hmm. um so hopefully um, with finance members and overall committees i'll have that uh, later on this week and uh we can uh, send it over to the Minority Leader and she can make her appointments to those committees.
0: Okay. Any kind of hints at like names for who might be leaders of committees or uh, new I think, faces? I think JR has done a pretty good job
1: of identifying who wants to be on that committee. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: is, he does like to do that. <laughs> Okay. Um, uh, what about okay. other committees? Any any focuses, like any specific committees you really want to pay? I know you pay attention to all the committees, but mm-hmm. any ones that you really, really want to focus on in this session? Well, it's going to be an interesting session because we've lost or
1: uh, have some members not returning who've been longtime committee chairs of, of certain committees uh, specifically. You know Bernier in elections and Petrowski in transportation uh with Alberta resigning now that's an opening on the education committee which is an issue area that a lot of people have interest in um, especially since the pandemic um so you know we'll we're looking to maybe streamline committees a little bit um mm. cut down by one or two or so okay. um but you know, I think we have a good plan that we're working on, and we have some new members who have strong interests in, in different areas, so I'm, I'm
0: excited about getting the committee structure out there. Okay. Um, can you kind of talk more about that streamlining committees, like what do you mean by that? <clears throat> reducing by one or two our standing committees. <laughs> okay. Uh, so <laughs> kind of just reducing like membership so there's less... Uh, yeah stuff in public hearings and, and stuff like that, okay, got it. Um, so for the 8th Senate District, which you mentioned was Alberta Darling, um, are there, do you have any favorite candidates for that race or uh, candidates that you really don't want to see? Or, or, let me rephrase that, any candidates that you see would maybe present a challenge in the election, more so than other candidates? Uh, well, I think it's a little premature
1: because we don't know who's all going to be running yet. Uh, there could be more people announcing in the near future. Um, you know, it's my job to make sure that whoever wins a primary gets over the finish line. Um, in this past election cycle, in some of our seats that were incumbents didn't run again, I Did pick a winner or loser in in those primaries and I look forward to doing that again in this in this primary. I know you know there's members of my caucus who have relationships with different people who are running or might be running so you know I think it's it's incumbent on me to stay out of the process and
0: let it it play out itself. Okay Um, so speaking more generally about that race uh, if a Democrat were to take that seat um, which Tim Michaels got 51% of the vote in that district. Um, You know that would be that would get rid of the two-thirds majority. How concerned are you about that? Well, since we have a
1: Democrat governor um, and the Assembly doesn't have a two-thirds majority, um, our two-thirds is more just procedural, or would be potentially. Advantageous procedurally on the floor, but outside of that, um, you know, my goal is to win every seat that I can win. Um, so I, we almost came I was seven hundred votes short of a twenty-third seat this fall, unfortunately. Um, but uh, so I'm obviously very interested in holding onto that seat. Uh, it's been one that Alberta's had for a long time, and we hope to keep it in Republican hands. I believe Ron Johnson got fifty-five percent
0: ish in that district. So those are the numbers I'm looking at. All right, um, okay, that makes that makes perfect sense to me. So for the board appointments, um, for the Natural Resources Board, Tech Colleges Board, um, cabinet appointments, are any of those appointees gonna be moving forward? Like are you gonna put them up for a vote in the Senate or um, move forward with those at all? So we're gonna start the committee process
1: um, over again for the appointments, uh, refer, Appointments to committees let the committees do their job in, in vetting them and uh, You know Evers is going to have to make the case for some of his appointees, which we may have some challenges with along the way, but uh, we'll, we'll do our due diligence the Senate of Confirming and I'm sure
0: there may be some that we vote down, but uh, we'll confirm some too. All right. I um- Staying with the appointments, is there any news on any of those Walker appointees that have been staying on some of those boards like Fred Preen or some members of the Tech College's board? I have not talked to any of those, so I'm unaware of they
1: intend to stay on in those roles.
0: Okay. Um, Are you going to, if you do talk with them in the future, are you going to encourage any of the Walker appointees to stay on or leave the board or anything like that?
1: So I've been concerned with some of uh, Walker's appointees, especially um, in the natural resources field. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think we need, I think it's incumbent on the governor to, especially with a new DNR secretary coming, that's going to be appointed by the governor at some point, um, we're going to need reasonable um, appointees in that area for going to approve them because they can make such a difference on businesses, farming, uh, different areas like that. So it's hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I, I'm hoping that the governor doesn't take environmental extremists
0: and appoint them to these positions because that's that's not going to work. Sure. Um, is there anything else you wanted to talk about that I may have missed? No, I mean... I'm I'm optimistic since I'm meeting
1: with the governor that and having a, a surplus which is still only projected right. um, so we, we don't know what that number is going to be. I think in April we'll have a better feel um, when the Fiscal Bureau comes out with their April estimate um, which then will be heavily working on the budget at that point um, but I'm since we do have uh, a really good situation that you know I think is partially um, because of our astute budgeting for the last decade uh, being responsible we put ourselves in this good position with the inflation and and everything coming in that you know families are struggling out there um, you know energy prices are up and everything so we have a huge opportunity to provide you know historic tax cuts while still you know investing in core areas hopefully we can get the governor on board and we can work out a plan that you know he can take a couple victories on and we can provide immense tax relief for the entire state of Wisconsin all right thank you very much Yep.
0: Well, Adam, thanks for sharing that interview with us. And if our listeners want to hear any more about some of Senator Lemahieu's committee picks that were released last week, they can head to wispolitics.com for details. That's right, Kate. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to another Capital Chats episode brought to you by Spectrum.